The 49ers and the Cowboys played for the first time in the playoffs since 1994. And the game was not a disappointment, everybody. The Niners pulled it off. They were the underdogs, and they won 23-17. And this game was just out of hand. It was just nuts. It went down to the literal last second of the game. And it gave me a bunch of heart attacks. I was literally laying on the ground at the end of the game. And... It's just insane the Niners pulled this thing off. So welcome back everybody. Back to the First and 49ers podcast. I'm your host, Cole McMahon, and this is a special Super Wild Card Weekend episode, and the first time I'm ever doing a podcast with the 49ers in the playoffs, and it couldn't have gone down better with the 49ers facing the Cowboys and ultimately beating them 23-17. And this is, compared to last last week's game, this game I think we're going to remember for for so many years to come, especially this Cowboys 49ers, this rivalry is finally has been lit up again. And I don't know if we'll be seeing more of these matchups in the near future. But if, if that's the case, then I mean, I don't know. I'm all for it, I guess. But I'm not looking to having heart attacks every single time uh, we play the Cowboys. But I mean, that's the Niners for you. I have heart attacks every single week. So, <laughs> I mean, coming to this game, the Niners are the, are the underdogs. Um, we're not expected to win. Everybody's choosing the Cowboys to win. There's a select few people saying the Niners are going to win. Uh, I knew deep down in my heart we had to win this game, obviously. But I knew we were going to win this game. And it started off great. The 49ers offense was was on fire. We got Mitchell scoring a touchdown at the four-yard line, drove down, had a five-minute drive at the beginning of the game uh, in, the fourth, in the first quarter. Our defense was looking solid. They're getting pressure on Dak, which is what we needed. Um, we got K1 Williams back, Trent Williams back, and they were the big factors that we were missing last game, and we still won last game. So having Trent and K1 back really helped this Niners team uh, in a variety of ways. K1 getting the big pick towards the end of the game, and we'll get we'll just stri- strive down uh, t- to all these events that happened during the game. Bosa had a huge sack in the first quarter as well. Juwan Jennings coming in clutch again. He didn't have a big game today, but uh, when they when his number was called, he came through for us. And Juwan Jennings just he's becoming Mr. Consistent and Mr. Reliable for this Niners team uh, as this third as this third wide receiver on the Niners and. Uh, you only had, I think, you only had that one big catch, but it was a good pass by Jimmy, good pa- uh, good catch by Juwan uh, to the outside on the left side. Uh, going into the second quarter, Ayuk had another big catch as well. Really, we really implemented him this time, uh, having the big catch, stretching for the for the first down. He, he's caught up in the air, stretched out for the first down. Insane play. Later on, he's been dicing up Trayvon Diggs uh, throughout the game with his route running. Uh, Jimmy waiting for him. Just throws it, throws a dime to Brandon Ayuk for the twenty-something yard first down. It was, it was good pass, great route running. He really, he literally just broke people's ankles for that play, Ayuk. Um, and going into that, the Niners were up ten to zero. Uh, following the big Ayuk play, Robbie Gold hit a sixteen, uh, hit a field goal, sixteen to seventeen. Niners, three minutes to go. The thing about this Niners offense today, though, is that we were driving down the field. 
but we just weren't able to score as many touchdowns as we really should have today. Uh, we ended up hitting a lot of field goals. Uh, after the big catch by Ayuk, Robbie Gold ended up kicking a field goal, making it 16-7 to Niners. Uh, there was three minutes to go, and we head into the third quarter. Uh, we're up 16-7. The Niners' offense is is the main thing that needs to be more cons- was the main thing that needed to be more consistent throughout this game. Uh, we needed to be able to finish drives better. Uh, we came through when we needed to, but you'd like to see more points put on the board given the opportunities that we had, and we just weren't able to finish it. Uh, in the third quarter, although our defense again, Armstead, huge sack. DJ Jones had a huge sack. Uh, and this was towards when Nick Bosa got a concussion in the game. And just our defensive line, just the depth they have, we just keep continuing to say this, that our defensive line has been great this year. Armstead, I think he's been having his best like three-game stretch in a long time. He's really been making his presence known. I think he had two sacks today. Uh, he's just looking like the player that we know who he's supposed to be. He's looking like his 2019 self again uh, and the reason why we paid him the big bucks. And DJ Jones said at the end of this game uh, that Eric Armstead's basically like the most important player on this team. Uh, and really, after DeForest Buckner, after we traded him, he, Eric Armstead, he needed to step up. And finally, I guess you see at the right time, he has uh, the biggest stage in the wild card uh, in the game before. He's been making his presence known. Uh, he's been sacking quarterbacks left and right, putting pressure on him. Uh, and then later on in the third quarter, we got K1 Williams. Like I said, he had the big INT in the game, and we were missing him as our slot corner. Uh, as our nickel cornerback, excuse me, uh, having Dante Johnson out there last week, Cooper Cup was just shredding, shredding the Niners left and right. Came on Williams, he did give up that one touchdown, uh, making it sixteen to seven. But he had the most, the biggest, big one of the biggest plays in the game, the biggest turnover in the game at least, uh, and that was the interception with three minutes, uh, six minutes left to go in the third quarter. And right off of that, Debo said to Kyle at the sideline. Uh, hey, just give me the football. I'm going to score right now. And little do we know, running back, wide receiver, corner, quarterback, Debo Samuel, runs it in for the touchdown, cuts back, boom, touchdown. Uh, Niners up 23-7 to at, at this point of the game. And this is, this is where you feel like the Niners can really run away with it. And if they just score one more time, one more touchdown, you know, we're feeling really confident about this, about this game as Niners fans, and we think that this game is going to be over. And this is where our offense really started to stall, was towards the end of the third quarter. Uh, we had third and 11, wide open, Jimmy misses Brandon Ayuk. Uh, and that was that started being the turning point of this game where our offense just really couldn't, couldn't, couldn't consistently keep going. We didn't score any more points after that. Uh, and this was towards the end of the third quarter. Um, I mean, Jimmy, man. This is his third time I think he's missed a wide open guy. Juice in the in the Titans game, I'm pretty sure he missed a wide open guy in the Rams game, and now the Brandon Ayuk uh, misplay, which would have probably been a touchdown I think, and would have sealed this game for sure. And this is this is just we we know what we're getting with Jimmy. Um, he's not the greatest, but we win with him, and that's that's the reason why though these. This inconsistency sometimes that Jimmy has with his passes, uh, you can see why we traded up three picks to get Trey Lance for our future. But let's not talk about that right now. We're, we're just continuing on with this Rams, well, this Cowboys Niners game with how crazy it was. But yeah, that was the biggest, one of the biggest turning points of this game was that missed wide open to Ayuk. Uh, but following that, we had 
Um, people step up on the defense again with a Menahue with a big sack. Uh, and this defense, again, all year long, they've been they've been bending a lot, but they're not breaking. And that's what you love to see. D'Amico Ryans has done a phenomenal job as the season has gone to, gone gone on with this 49ers defense, taking over for Robert Sala. Uh, you see the 49ers, D'Amico Ryans comes up with, the, like, the most clutch plays of all time. Uh, when we need pressure, because we don't blitz a lot. We blitz a lot more this year. When we need the pressure, though, uh, we execute. And D'Amico Ryans calls it calls it perfectly uh, in this game. We get a sack with a Menahue, uh towards the end of the third quarter. Fourth quarter comes by, still 23-7, Niners. And this is what <laughs> this is what started getting me really nervous. Uh, we know the Cowboys, they, they like to do fake punts a lot. And every single time... Every single time they punt, I always say, all right, Niners, watch the punt. Watch the fake. Watch the fake. Cowboys, fake punt it. And they get the first down, fourth quarter. Uh, guess who's guess who botched the play? Josh Norman. Uh, 10-year veteran, something like that. And he botched the play completely. You watch the replay. Uh, if, if Josh Norman did what he was supposed to do, which is basically um, go on the other defender for the Cowboys on the outside, uh, what do they call him, a gunner or something like that. If he would have handled his business right there instead of just go towards the ball during the punt, uh, that wouldn't have happened at least. At least he probably would have made the catch, but he probably would have stopped the first down, and that would have not gave the momentum to the Cowboys at that point. But Josh Norman, that was just a really stupid play by him, uh, and he should know better than that, especially with the Cowboys too. We know... The Niners know that they're they're known. The whole NFL knows that they're that they do this these kinds of things, and that was a perfect time for the Cowboys to do that. Uh, down twenty three seven. Luckily, the Niners stopped them though this, with their great defense that they've been having that they had throughout this whole game. It was twenty three ten at that. They ended up with uh, giving uh, giving up a field goal to Dallas, um, just with how clutch this defensive line was this game, even without Nick Bosa, and it just shows shows how great how great of depth we got. Um, and then just Niners hurting themselves again. Jimmy hurting the Niners team with another overthrow and a pick to Sherfield. So with the Jimmy pick to the Trent Sherfield, uh, that was meant to go to Trent Sherfield and the Prescott touchdown. This is where I started getting freaking nervous. I thought we were going to, I thought we were going to lose just like the Rams game again. Uh, just the Jimmy pick. And that's the thing with Jimmy. He's got. He has to stop doing that if we're gonna have a chance against Green Bay next week. But the the Cowboys ultimately score on that. Uh, there's a couple minutes left, and the Niners get the ball back again. Uh, hand it off to Debo, and this was this was the determining factor of the game. Jimmy again with these with these overthrows is just inexcusable, and we've seen it with Jimmy, and he's just got to be able. To, he's got to figure out how to how to limit these mistakes. That can that could have lost the Niners this game. Luckily, it didn't because luckily our defense is goaded, <laughs> and we can really rely on them to to help to keep this team in check and keep them in the in the running for for a win. But after that touchdown, the Niners get the ball, and this was this was the the deciding factor. All we had to do the Cowboys had three timeouts left. Luckily, the Cowboys played a horrific game with penalties. Thank goodness they shouldn't. Even, they had the Niners should have basically blown this team out with how many penalties the Cowboys had in this game 14, 15, 16, something like that. Uh, the Cowboys just played so sloppy, and the fact that the Niners 
were able to keep the Cowboys in the game because of their uh, their flaws at, at the offense towards the end of this game uh, just shows really just shows uh, what we need to work on going into the Packers game and that's being consistent and that's the thing the Niners have had issues on uh, throughout the year uh, with this consistency but it was that was the last this was the last play the Debo handoff and we needed to get this it was third down we needed to get this to end the game. Uh, hands it off. He reaches for the for the pylon. Inches, inches close to the first down, and I think I think the refs kind of screwed us over with that one. It was it was a booth review. They they pulled the football back. I think it was a total first down. His knee I think hit the ground at the same time he reached over the um, the chains. But uh, that's just me saying that. Uh, <laughs> and that's where also you know everybody all the commotions going on. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, this is not good. Uh, giving the Cowboys the ball left uh, with 50 seconds left. Just insane. Uh, we needed the QB sneak right there. I thought they were going to hand it off uh, to Juice or the QB sneak. Niners went the QB sneak 100% on the year. Uh, once I saw that, it was a first down. But no, not with the Niners. Uh, not with the the year on the line. 49ers Cowboys, big rivalry game. Uh, I think Roger Goodell and the NFL really wanted the ratings to get boosted for this game. So what do they call? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we have Trent Williams. The Niners have Trent Williams. Um, motion over to the right side. Jimmy, Kyle Shannon said at the game, Jimmy was got a little too excited and snapped the ball uh, before Trent Williams was set. But I don't even think Trent Williams, I thought Trent Williams was set. It looked like to me he stopped and he was down and Jimmy snapped it right after that. But <laughs> it was called a false start. And the Niners are back five yards. Uh, <laughs> that's just where I was just done. I was like, there's no way the Niners are actually going to lose this game because of a false start. We had the QB sneak. The game was sealed. I was flipping out everywhere. The Niners had the game in the bag. But just to make it more suspenseful, just like the Niners do all the time, it's got to be a false start, and we got to uh, punt it away. But when it's all said and done, the 49ers defense came in clutch again, and so did the refs a little bit, and the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. The Cowboys are driving down the field, 50-yard line. Uh, they call a QB, a QB sneak, or QB draw. Uh, 14 seconds left in the game, and Dak Prescott runs it. Uh, for first down, I think he could have kept going. Luckily, the Niners were able to stop him, and he, he slid down. <laughs> and they had they had 14 seconds left. So at that time, uh, they have to they have to down it. They have to spike the ball. They have to spike the ball in order to stop the clock if they want no, one more chance at the end zone. Um, they didn't get it on time because Dak Prescott gave the ball to his center instead of giving it to the uh, referee. So the Cowboys can't be Cowboys fans can't be complaining about the ref screwing them over. That was all Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott right there. You're supposed to hand the ball off to the referee so they could. Um, they could set the ball at the right spot. Instead, he gave it to the offensive lineman in center. And <laughs> it resulted in them losing. Uh, the time ran out. Time expired. Game over. I was going nuts. I know all of us were going nuts out there. Niner faithful. It was just It was just a great way to end the game. It was a relief. It was a relief. We finished the game. The 49ers won the wild card. And just the most dramatic way to end, end the Cowboys 49ers game uh, with, with the... With so much chaos and commotion going on, trying to uh, spike the ball for the Cowboys, didn't happen for them, and the Niners won it. Uh, it wasn't pretty for us. 
I th- towards the fourth quarter, we were making a lot of mistakes, a lot of penalties. With the mostly clean game that we had, it got sloppy towards the end. And uh, with the key takeaways of this game, just things that we have to clean up if going into uh, Green Bay. It's going to be freaking cold out there in Lambeau. And the only way the Niners really can win this game is with, first of all, the Niners need to keep their identity as their team and run heavy. Got to keep running it with Elijah Mitchell. Got to keep running with Debo Samuel. Uh, and spread in there as long as the run game's working. The Niners didn't do this as much as they should have uh, during towards the end of this game, running the bootlegs with Jimmy uh, to complement these runs. It really expands the field. Just keep doing that, and don't get too fancy. But the bootlegs really help uh, when our uh, when our run game is working as well. Um, I don't know why Shanahan doesn't always go to that right away, but I think we definitely need to run more bootlegs uh, against the Packers. Number two, even without Bosa, our D line dominated, and with Armstead having a big game, DJ Jones both getting sacks. We're gonna need these guys to continue continue their big streak that they've been having with this success on that line and gotta gotta be able to pressure Rodgers because if you don't pressure Rodgers he's gonna beat you down the field Defonte Adams just their their deep threats that they have because uh, the Packers they're they're a better team I think than they were in 2019 and we're gonna be able we're gonna have to help out our our uh, cornerbacks and our defensive backs like usual because we see if we don't get, get enough pressure on on these quarterbacks they're gonna damage is gonna be done uh, and the Niners DBs don't always can't we can't hold the DBs accountable uh, to keeping this game keeping games winnable for the Niners? We have to rely on this defensive line. Number three, Niners offense can't afford to stall against the Packers. They can't be inconsistent. They need they need this game to be f- almost flawless and needs to go without without stalling for a whole quarter and a half almost, just like today. Um. They have to be consistent all four quarters. Have to score touchdowns. You can't afford to score um, so many uh, f- field goals. And not to mention Robbie Gold. He's clutch in the playoffs. Robbie McClutch. I love you, man, Robbie. Uh, when, when it's needed, Robbie gets the job done in the playoffs. And let's hope going forward he continues to do that. But we can't just rely on Robbie's leg. The Niners need to score more touchdowns because with a team that has such an offense like like the Packers, we're going to have to be able to keep up with them, uh, and we need to score touchdowns. And the biggest one, biggest takeaways of this game, uh, going into the next game, the key is is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy is the key factor uh, for the success of this Niners team. When Jimmy plays good, the Niners win. When Jimmy limits his mistakes, the Niners win. Uh, fortunately, the last two weeks, Jimmy's made big mistakes towards the end of the game. And the Niners' defense was able to bail him out. Uh, full respect for Jimmy. I mean, he keeps these—he <laughs> keeps this team in check. He keeps them in line to win these games. But just there's going to be one time, just like the t- the Tannehill game, the Titans game, where it wasn't enough bringing them back to um, to tie the game and. Rely on the defense. We can't rely on the defense every single time. It needs to be in Jimmy's hands to win this game. He can't make the dumb overthrows, overthrow passes, interceptions. He needs to play almost almost flawless, I think, to beat this Packers team coming up next week. And the success 
for the rest of this for the rest of the season, as long as we go, is gonna rely on Jimmy, just like it has the past this whole season. And that is the takeaways of the Cowboys 49ers wild card, super wild card weekend game. 23-17. I am still stoked that the Niners won. And just just the way just the way the Niners battled this whole season. 10 and 7. We're the underdogs. We're gonna be continue to be the underdogs throughout the playoffs. I like it, like I said last week. Uh, but the bottom line is, yes, we had a successful season. But why stop? Why be just satisfied with beating the Cowboys in the playoffs when we have a chance at making the Super Bowl? Our chances, our odds are stacked against us. But why not? We're the 49ers. I like being the underdogs. I know the Niners do too. They got chips on their shoulders. So let's go out there and let's put on a show. Let's try try to win the Super Bowl. Because why not? We're the Niners. I want a sixth Super Bowl ring coming this year. And if the Niners, they have, a, I think they can have the better, most, the best team out of all these NFC teams out there. If they just don't, if they just limit their mistakes, if Jimmy just limits his mistakes, I mean, we could be any team. We could beat the Packers. We could beat the Bucks. Uh, we can make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, and why not? Why not shoot for the stars? Because that's that's what all teams have in the playoffs. They all have a shot. You made it there. You're always going to have a shot. So that that is my take for the Niners and the rest of the season. But no matter how no matter how it ends, I'm super proud of this team this year, the way they fought through everything, injuries, Jimmy fighting through all this uh controversy with him. The man just the man is a professional and we'll see how far he can lead this Niners team going into Saturday night against the Packers 5:15 at Lambeau Field. Get ready, everybody. It's going to be a good one. Hopefully it won't come down to the wire, but if it does, let's hope the Niners come out with with the victory, make it to the NFC Championship game. We do own them in the playoffs, the Packers. Can we do it again? That's the question. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great day. Have a great week. Rest up. We all need our mental health back to normal after this game. And have a good one, guys. Go Niners and stay faithful, baby. Let's get this thing, baby. Here we go. Touchdown! San Francisco!